We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome to church once again. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. I am so excited. This is the first Sunday of the month. And listen, your season has changed, all right? And I'm praying that everything that has been buried up till now, that God will give them expression in the name of Jesus. I decree that this quarter, this quarter will be a colorful quarter for you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you spring forward in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And you say, amen. Thank you for watching this, um, uh, this telecast today. I pray in the name of Jesus that you be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Now, thank you for, for, for being with me today. Uh, today, I'm going to be sharing with you how to deal with anxiety. How to deal with anxiety. There's just so much going on now. And I think that I, I want to just talk on this subject matter so as to help you. And I hope you guys are safe and secure wherever you are. Listen very carefully. The same grace upon me will be upon you even as I teach you today in Jesus' mighty name. How are you dealing with, how, how are you dealing with, um, with life at home? I know it's a big, a big, a bit um, of a stretch for you, especially as parents. So once, once you, were just, well, you were just parents, now you have to be teachers, you have to be uh, everything. You have to be uh, your children's um, uh, PE teacher, your children's um, vocational teacher, <laughs> everything. You are now multitasking. And I know that um, uh, the stress level right now around this time can be so high. All right, so now, during the week, we have a lot of programs we've put together just to support you throughout this process. And I'll talk more about that later. So let's get to our message this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. Thank you, Father, for this first Sunday of the month. We thank you for your hand upon us as a people and as a church. Father, we give you all the glory today. Bless our time together today. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And you say, amen. How to deal with anxiety. Anxiety is a major, major thing. Now, let me just first of all define what I believe anxiety is, okay? Anxiety is distress about future uncertainties. Anxiety is distress about future uncertainties. uncertainties. We, 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 we like to know what, what's going to happen. We like to know how things are going to be. We like a predictable future. We are comfortable in what we know. That's why uh, they say experience is the best teacher. Now, it is um, characterized by mental agitation and uneasiness. So basically, uh, uh, primarily, it has to do with what may happen in the future that may not happen. And I must, conf and I must confess, I, I, I tend to deal with anxiety at times, especially in my line of work. And so, listen very carefully. Anxiety is not of God. Anxiety is not of God. In fact, I took this definition from uh, Mental Health UK uh, website. It says, anxiety is a persistent feeling of worry, fear, or nervousness. Anxiety is a persistent feeling of worry, of fear, or nervousness. Okay? Now, what are the causes of anxiety, and there are so many, so many causes of anxiety. Anxiety is caused by real or imagined threats. 
real or emerging threat to our well-being. It makes us feel vulnerable, all right, and inadequate when it comes to protecting ourselves. And that's what causes this anxiety. Anxiety is not of God. Anxiety has three main elements. Number one, insecurity. Anxiety causes insecurity. Something bad is going to happen. You feel the feeling of something bad is going to happen. The feeling of helplessness. There's nothing I can do. And then there's the feeling of isolation. There's no one to help me. And these are the three properties of uh, anxiety. Insecurity, helplessness, and um, isolation. Anxiety is not the will of God for you and I. So it is intense, persistent, excessive worry and fear about everyday issues. It is not of God. We can have anxiety when we cannot make sense of our current circumstance. We suffer anxiety when we cannot make sense of our current circumstance. We suffer anxiety when we, cannot, when we do not know what's around the corner. We suffer anxiety. In fact, my spiritual daughter, a trained psychologist, taught us in our last family time, and I'll talk to you about our family time in a minute. She said, the way we handle life is that we put things in a box. And the moment we encounter something that cannot go into a box, we panic. Okay, and that was, and, that was, and, and she taught us through how to handle uh, the stress and anxiety of this nature. And I'll talk about that. Now, every Monday, 8 p.m., and so you, you should be part of this. Every Monday, 8 p.m., and that is tomorrow, 8 p.m., if you go to gatewaychapel.org.uk forward slash family time. It's a time we come together and we, and we discuss life issues. And we bring an expert to come in and train and, educa and educate, or educate us on this life issue. So gatewaychapel.org.uk forward slash family time. Now that's what family time is about. We do that every Monday. And you want to find out what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow is a fantastic one. I will talk to you about that at the end of the program. So anxiety often manifests itself when a person is in the process of doing something great. Anxiety often manifests itself when the person is in the process of doing something great, something that brings that bring promotion. For example, public speaking. Ah, public speaking, my goodness. <laughs> That's another major source of anxiety. Listen, if you can train yourself to be a public speaker, you, you will agree with me, it's, it's something great. And anxiety presents itself when you are at that threshold of doing something great. Interviews, for example. And why? Because of the feeling of uncertainty. Will I get a job? Will I not get a job? And because of that, you can suffer from uh, anxiety. So, uh, well, presentations, sales pitches, and in fact, meeting new people. You know, I, I have dealt with anxiety all my, all, all my life. I remember once, my wife and I, we we used to run um, our family businesses. And, uh, and as entrepreneurs, one of the things we tend to do is go for net, net, um, networking uh, meetings where we get to meet other business people. But you know, I just struggle with meeting new people. And every time I have to go out, I mean, we, we pay for their breakfast ourselves. But every time I have to go out, I'm always, my heart is always racing. Every time you have to do something great, anxiety sets in. And then whenever we get to these meetings, you know, I just hide in a corner. I hide in a corner, sweating, panicking, scared, 
you know, and, and, but Bola just goes around. He goes around, just stroll around, and, hello, my name is Bola. <laughs> I just wonder, how, how do you do that? And then, and, then, and then I just hear this voice in my head, oh, my goodness, you can't introduce yourself. Oh, you don't know what your business is about. You just hear all manner of things in your head. Anxiety is a terrible thing. Every time you are the verge of doing something great, anxiety can kick in. And then, so when we get to this breakfast meeting, they say, oh, yeah, we need to mingle. I said, mingle? Do I, look like I'm having a, do I look like I'm looking for a date? I said, there are people just walk around. A, and then the bit that scares me the most is the one minute, is the six second speech. They give you 60 seconds to introduce yourself and introduce your business. But going for these networking meetings, it's a great thing. That every time you have to do something great, be very careful. Anxiety can strike. All right? Praise the Lord. Now, people don't believe me when I say that um, I'm a very shy person. Believe me, I, 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 used to have, I used to have panic attacks just preaching. I remember years ago when it just started. And so um, on the second Sunday, I think, I think it, was a, it, was a, it was the first Sunday or so, um, we ha I had this gentleman who came to church with his family. I mean, this was, this, is the first, this was the first family in the church. And this guy and his family, he just sat in front, and he just, you know, he sat there, he had his glasses on, and he was looking at me right above, right, right above his glasses. And all, all I could hear in my, my, in, my, in my head was, oh, your preaching is bad. Oh, this guy is thinking right now your preaching is so horrible. Oh, just look at the way he's staring at you. He's not coming back next Sunday. He's not, this, this church is not going to grow. He's not coming back next Sunday. So at the end of the service, the guy walked up to me and said, um, oh, pastor, while you were preaching, in fact, the moment I saw him coming, I started avoiding him because of the noise and the voice in my head. Anxiety is a terrible thing. And then he came to me and said, pastor, you know, while you were preaching, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, I should stay here and serve with you. Oh. Guess what? I didn't believe him. I did not believe him. I said, oh, yeah, okay, okay, we shall see, we shall see. But you know what? 17 years after, that gentleman and his family are still in church, and he's a minister today. Anxiety is a terrible thing. Anxiety can strike when you are at the verge of doing something great. But I'm, working, I'm still working on it. But today, I'm a, lot, I'm a lot better because of the power in the gospel, and I'm going to be taking you through that, that process. I'm going to be showing you how the word of God can deliver you from anxiety. And today, I'm, I'm comfortable. In fact, I even walk at, at the end of the service, what I do, I now enjoy walking, walking to the audience and welcoming new guests for the first time. Well, back in the day, that would have scared the living daylight out of me. But now, today, I enjoy welcoming new people into church every single Sunday. Praise the Lord. So, but those... God wants you to be anxious? Does God want to be anxious? The answer to that is categorically no. So let's look at Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts, and your mind in Christ Jesus. It says, do not be anxious about anything. That's what the Bible says. Do not be anxious. In fact, it's a command. And this is one of the scriptures that delivered me from anxiety. Do not be anxious about anything. I took that as a command. And I started, and I started, I started walking that scripture, and, and, and I will be taking you through how to apply the scripture 
to anxiety. Amen. Praise the Lord. He says, do not be anxious about anything. I tell myself all the time, I do not have to be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Because the devil is playing a mind game with you. The devil is playing a mind game with you. What you think will happen, the negative thing you, the negative thing you, what you think will happen may never happen. And so anxiety is not the will of God, and anxiety is a satanic attack from hell. That's what I believe. And I will show you in scriptures in a moment. Now, how the devil used to lie to me years ago when their church just got started. They say, your church will never grow. People will never come. You will be preaching to empty chairs. Who do you think you are? How did you get here? What's your experience? So I believe anxiety is a satanic attack from hell. Today, 17 years on, over 1,200 members of our ministry, 25 nationalities, call this ministry their spiritual home. And Satan is a liar. Praise the Lord. So, anxiety is not the will of God for you. Anxiety is not the will of God for you. It says, do not be anxious about anything because the devil is playing a mind game with you. What did they say about that child? What have they said about your child? It's only a mind game. What did they say about that child? Be anxious about nothing. What have they said about your career? I tell you, be anxious about nothing. What have they said about your marriage? Be anxious about nothing. What has your lawyer told you about your immigration status? Be anxious about nothing. What did the doctor tell you at your last visit? Be anxious about nothing. Be anxious about nothing. Half of what you think will happen, will, half, of, half of the negative things you think will happen will never happen because the devil is a liar and is playing a mind game with you. Be anxious about nothing. He said, but in, but in every situation, but in every situation, whether COVID or no COVID, in every situation, whether you find yourself in an in an, uh, uh, being unemployed, in every situation, if you find yourself in debt, in every situation, when you are going through marital crisis, in every situation, when you don't know what to do about that child, in every situation, when you find yourself in a box you don't know how to handle life, in every situation, when you don't know how to deal with your career, in every situation, when your nation is on lockdown, he said, by prayer and petition, he says, by prayer and petition. So I pray in the name of Jesus that every form of anxiety in your life today be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 121, it says, verse 5, say, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The Lord is your keeper. I pray for you right now that the hand of God will keep you, that the hand of God will guard your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. I command strength, I command faith, hope, and joy to come into your spirit man right now. Let the spirit of anxiety be terminated today in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 118 verse 6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. 
The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Listen to me very carefully. The Lord is on your side. And so do not be anxious about anything. The Lord is. He said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one is you. The spirit of God in your life is greater than the spirit of anxiety. I pray that whatever causes fear and anxiety, let it be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that God will send destiny helpers to help you. Listen very carefully because sometimes we suffer anxiety when we think that we are helpless. With that whole feeling of, um, of helplessness, you think that, uh, that there's no one that can help you out. That's a lie of the enemy. God has blessed you and there are people around you right now. Count your blessings. And I pray, oh, that in the name of Jesus, that the hand of God will reach you wherever you are right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter, uh, verse 1, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. You say anxiety causes fear. It causes fear. But the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So anxiety is not of God. If anxiety causes fear and God has not given us the spirit of fear, it means that God has not given us anxiety as well. So it says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So I pray that the power of God over you will break the hold of anxiety in your life in the name of Jesus. Prolonged anxiety can lead to illness. And the Bible says in Matthew 8, 17, it says this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. If, if anxiety causes um, uh, sickness and illness, and Jesus took that illness, it means that anxiety is not of God. Anxiety is not of God. And so I pray that everything that causes anxiety in your life, I pray the Holy Spirit terminates them this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now let's look at the key outcomes of anxiety. The outcome of anxiety. And number one, anxiety is a limiting force. It holds people back from the full expression of God in their life. Anxiety holds people back from the full expression of what God has in stock for them. And it's a terrible thing. When you're unable to fulfill your potential because of anxiety. There's someone watching me right now who is thinking of proposing to his girlfriend, but he's afraid. There's someone watching me right now who is thinking of going self-employed, but he's afraid. There's someone watching me right now who is anxious about starting a business. There's someone watching me right now who is anxious about getting a mortgage. There's someone watching me right now who is anxious about starting a new career. There's someone watching right now who is anxious about, about taking an examination. Anxiety is a limiting force. It holds people back from, express, from, the, from, from the expression of what God has placed on the inside of them. There are books that will never be written because of anxiety. There are songs that will never be sung because of anxiety. There are, there are films that will never be produced because of anxiety. What will people think? What if I fail? Anxiety is a limiting force from hell. Some of you have been called to write. Some of you have God has called to be writers. Some of you God has called you to start a ministry. But fear 
worry, anxiety of what can be that may, that may, that may, that may never be stops you on your track. Some of you, God has called you to serve in a higher capacity in your church right now. But because of anxiety, you are, you are still anxious about what happened in your former church. And because of that, you are grounded. You can't move forward. Anxiety is a limiting force. Some of you have refused to date again because someone disappointed you. Anxiety is a limiting force. I break the hold of anxiety. Listen very carefully. It is springtime. I command you to spring forward in every area of your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it is in your life that fear, worry, and anxiety has held down, I command that chain to be broken in the name of Jesus. I decree that your future is brighter. I decree that many will come to the brightness of, our, of, of, of your rising. I decree that the hand of God will rest upon you and propel you forward, and you will spring forward this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. I command the courage of the Holy Spirit to come upon you right now where you are in the mighty name of Jesus. Let every chain of anxiety be broken in the name of Jesus. Listen very carefully. God has placed a message in your heart. There are at least 10,000 people waiting right now to hear and receive what God has called it to be. But, but, but because of anxiety, they may never. The Bible says, it says, it says, Savior, Savior shall arise from Zion. And there are people waiting for you to deliver them, either with your talent, with your skill, with your knowledge. But because of anxiety, they may never be saved. I command the hand of God to be upon you to set to get you going. He said, I, he said, I, I heard his voice, and his voice set me on my feet. I command the hand of God upon you to set you on your feet and get going on your mission on earth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Anxiety makes people imagine catastrophic outcomes. What if I fail? What if I freeze? What if they don't take me? What if I'm not accepted? What if he says no? What if she says no? What if they say no? What if they say the product is bad? Anxiety makes people imagine catastrophic outcome. What if I'm rejected? Let every negative imagination right now be destroyed in Jesus' mighty name. Every negative imagination, let it be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Anxiety is terrible. Listen, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 says, we demolish argument and every, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We arrest every negative thought and make, and make it obedient to your Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, what causes various, various reasons for anxiety? One, medical issues, fear of tomorrow, fear of negative outcomes, previous experiences. All of these causes can, be, can have a solution in the word of God. And so just as a roundup, I want you to make a list of, of what makes you anxious. Okay, this is your homework right now. Make a list of what makes you what makes you anxious? I want you to rate your anxiety for each item on your list on a scale of one to ten. One being little anxiety, 
10 being what anxiety. So make a list of these anxieties, whether it's financial anxiety, is it marital anxiety, anxiety over children, or your career, or your job, or debt, or finance. Make a list. And then rate them 1 to 10. And rate them with a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being little anxiety, and 10 being worst anxiety. And then number 3, on Wednesday, across all our 25 Connect groups we have, and they all happen online, right? Come and join those Connect groups, and we are going to be discussing them, okay? Because listen, there is power when we come together and pray for one another and address these issues, okay? So on Wednesday, join us. If you go to gatewaychapel.org.uk, I'm sure it will be on the screen, forward slash Bible Connect. Come and share these things with us, okay? Why? Because the more we share, we talk about these things, the devil will not have any hiding place. Praise the Lord. Next week, I'm going to be showing you practical ways to overcome anxiety. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. I bless your holy name. Lord, I present, oh God, my hearers to you today. Lord, concerning their lives, we terminate the spirit of anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus. This, the Bible says, he that the Son of Man have set free is free indeed. Lord, by your power, by your word, let everyone be liberated right now from the spirit of anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus. Anxiety, I address you in the name of the Lord that you will not have hold, on, will not have hold upon any destiny under the sound of my voice right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. We pray and the family say, Amen. I want you to decree that I am free. I'm free of anxiety. I'm going to share with you practical ways I deal with anxiety every day. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. It's offering time. Blessing time. What a great opportunity we have to give today. The Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give back to you. Now, the things I also like about that scripture says that, the measure with which you give is the measure you receive. So it's offering time and give joyfully, not under compulsion, but give with the spirit of understanding because it is good to give. And may the Lord bless you. And details will be on the screen right now. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that even as your children are giving right now, I pray, oh God, for divine and multiplied blessings. I pray for open heaven over everyone giving right now. I decree over them that where they are today will be the least they will ever be in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, for unusual doors to open to everyone under the sound of my voice. Unusual doors of prosperity, doors of promotion, doors of progress, doors of peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, that it will rain harvest, harvest of favor upon everyone here. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being on this service. Now, if you are here um, and you have never at any point in your life given your life to Christ, listen, um, you are missing a lot. And so I want to give you a personal invitation. And it is a scriptural invitation. I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Over three decades ago, I gave my life to Jesus. And you know one, one thing think is the best decision I have ever made in my life. Giving my life to Christ. 
And so where you are right now, I want you to just listen to me and pray this prayer over, or, or pray this prayer along with me. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you today. I give my life to you. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Father, come into my life. I believe in my heart and I confess with my lips, my lips that Jesus Christ of Nazareth died for me. That right now, he's seated on the right hand of the Father, interceding for me. Lord Jesus, become my Lord and personal Savior. In your name, I pray. Amen. Listen very carefully. If it's your first time of praying this prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the kingdom of God. I would love an opportunity to personally mentor you. And so I want you to reach out to me personally. And you can to do that, just look, find me out, or check me out on Instagram, hash, um, at Eddie Duarte, and send me a private message. I would love to connect with you. I would love to pray with you. I would love to guide you and point you in the right direction. And I would love to be your spiritual father in that process. The Lord bless you. That's your first time of praying this prayer. You have a wonderful day. And for the rest of you, thank you for being on this, um, on this service today. And I look forward to seeing you same time next week. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.